0: everyone, and welcome back to Let Me Fill You In. This is the 16th installment, the midweek show that is part of Phil at the Movies, though today coming to you on Friday in place of Phil at the Movies, but that is because Tuesday marked the 15th anniversary since the release of The Dark Knight, and as I mentioned last week, it seemed entirely appropriate to mark the celebration of the greatest Batman film, in my humble opinion, as well as my favorite movie of all time. So, little change in the schedule for this week. We'll be back to regular programming for next week's show. Now, today is a celebration in and of itself. Today, July 21st, it is Barbenheimer Day, otherwise known as the release of Barbie and Oppenheimer. And to say that there is hype for both of these films would be an understatement. Just to put a little perspective, per AMC Theaters, they have estimated that more than 20,000 moviegoers have already made plans to see both Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. And I think that is absolutely fantastic. I myself... Will will not be seeing both films in a double feature. Uh, I am going to see Oppenheimer first. I've talked about Christopher Nolan at great length on this uh, on this podcast, but I, I want to see Oppenheimer first. That is my my priority, and then I will I will I will see Barbie probably over uh, later this weekend or early next week. But this is I know I've said this many times, but this is a great day for movies, this is a great day for the theatrical experience, because you have two films which are polar opposites. You have a R-rated three-hour biopic, and you have a somewhat meta-commentary on a doll. (laughs) And... What what a fantastic day for for moviegoers and, and lovers of cinema alike. Th- this is why I believe the theatrical experience must endure. These kind of outings, these kinds of movies are what drive people's interest and, and get butts in the seat, if you will. And even though Barbie is projected to, I think, make somewhere around 150 you know estimates are showing like 150 million dollars opening weekend Oppenheimer somewhere in the high 40s to maybe as high as the uh, the 60s that is fantastic that is fantastic and it also shows the diversity of of films and 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 styles and and stories it's not all just popcorn films it's not all just action movies i mean you you have two tonally Different films, and both are, are speaking to to different audiences, bringing in different audiences, but at the same time you have this sort of fun competition between both films, directed by arguably two of the most influential directors this century Christopher Nolan and and, and Greta Gerwig but it, this is fun it's fun competition it's fun to get caught up into the hype and and, and excitement for either films, and again, it, it sort of just shows that there is still that drive to, to go to the theaters and, and see movies on the big screen, and especially with a Christopher Nolan film, which he he used IMAX cameras for, he's strongly recommending folks see it on the biggest possible screen imaginable, because just from a visual standpoint, uh, you can't ask for anything better, and and that'll be a a priority for me with uh, with seeing Oppenheimer, but uh, I will have all of my thoughts uh, to share with you after I have seen uh, both films. Hopefully for next week's uh, let me fill you in show. But uh, great time, uh, great time at the movies. And and who would who would have thought? I certainly will say I did not think that uh, a Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling would be a movie I would be. Looking forward to uh, this year, but you know, some, sometimes expect the unexpected, as the old uh, cliched saying goes. But uh, I, I'm just looking forward to a great time at the movies, and I I don't think I'll be disappointed because early re- uh, reactions and and reviews for both films have been off the charts. and And am I surprised? No, because Christopher Nolan and Greta Gerwig know how to tell. and and direct fantastic stories and so bring it on uh, Barbie and and Oppenheimer or hashtag barbenheimer and finally before i give you the cinematic quotes of the week and yes i said quotes because i have two very distinct ones to share with you today i did want to have a final uh, special comment uh, before just on the ongoing writer's strike which now involves the screen actors guild I find it so frustrating and downright silly that in the year 2023, we have to be going through a process like this. Writers and actors are demanding fairness. They're demanding equity. They're not demanding the moon. And I think there's a perception sometimes that oh, an actor or a writer, they're, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. That is a rare case. Most working actors, writers, a lot of times are, are working sort of job to job. And the fact that they have to be out there right now protesting for fairness, and that's what we're talking about here, is fairness, is downright infuriating. And so... I know I have said this many times before, but it bears repeating, and it's worth repeating. Let's get a deal done. The the studios are going to be losing money as it is. The longer productions are delayed on TV shows and movies, it's going to be costing them money. So it's in their best interest to reach and and construct a deal that is fair to the writers, to the actors, and everybody wins. I I, I think... we want a deal to be made. We want this situation to be resolved. Just pay people fairly. Pay them pay them well. And everybody is happy. That's, that's all that's being asked here. There's not sort of pie-in-the-sky demands, but, but just a, a request and a plea for fairness. And I, I don't think that is too much to ask. And so, uh, in case there was any doubt, I stand with the writers and I stand with the actors... Who are letting their voices be known, and and frankly, this is larger than just writers and, and what's going on in the film industry. This speaks to a larger point about the changing world that we live in, and, and sort of corporations seeing individuals as as not individuals, but but just as statistics, just as as numbers. And and I'm hopeful that that mindset will be broken as a result of this strike, and something good can can come out of it. And now to close, I will share with you two cinematic quotes of the week, both coming from the directors of Oppenheimer and Barbie. So the first one comes from Greta Gerwig, and she said this, and it really, really resonated with me. I have a deep need to take care of my characters. It's not that I don't want to go down the dark avenues. I want to hold their hands down the dark avenues. And that really struck me because sometimes it's the assumption or belief that okay, a character is just a name on a page. It's a person on a page. And while they're fictional, I think in order to breathe humanity and life into these characters, at the very beginning you've got to have that investment with these characters that then can be brought to life uh, via the actor. But it all starts at the scripting stage and, and being able to craft a story that is worth telling. And the way you do that is by having characters that are grounded in a reality that we can all understand. Even if it's a, a high uh, fantastical concept, if the characters are, are real and the emotions are real and the situation feels real and the stakes are are a level we can understand. It doesn't matter the the, the the concept. If the characters have that level of humanity and the writer has taken time to put those, those details in, it's going to be all the more beneficial. But it starts with the written word. It starts with words on a page that ultimately translates into something larger than life and, and three-dimensional. And... Last quote for today is probably wanted to do two, and it's fitting given that it's uh, in in light of uh, Barbenheimer. Uh, This comes from probably my favorite director of all time, Christopher Nolan. And again, this is just another one that really, I think, gives an insight into his thinking on the filmmaking process. He said, I just love photographing things and putting them together to tell a story. That's it. That is the the point of directing, that is the goal, to put together a series of images in a coherent way that connect with people and move them in ways. And those images can be anything. It can be a silent film. It can be a, a, a talking film. It can just be a, a series of still images. It's all about eliciting uh, an emotion from from people and, and getting that kind of response and I don't know just perfect quotes. I think for today that tie in with the releases, I will close today's episode and say to all those who are celebrating happy Barbenheimer day, happy Barbenheimer weekend certainly looks to be a great one for moviegoers. A lot of fantastic choices and you will definitely find me at a local theater this weekend, enjoying what should be one of the best weekends of the of the reminder that next week we'll be back to regular programming Wednesday with Let Me Fill You In, Friday, fill at the movies. I'll leave all of the social media handles in the show notes and I of course would encourage you to follow along the other show that I co-host with my two friends Chris Evans and Anthony Caruso, DC Unlimited. We have a new episode out this week in honor of the Dark Knight's anniversary as well. And again, I'll leave all the information in the show notes. Lastly, just a special thanks uh, to all of you for tuning in each week and hearing what I have to say on movies. I appreciate each and every one of you and and value this, this connection we have that is for the love of movies. So that's all for now. Have a great weekend. Go check out some films, and we'll do this again next week.